But then she goes, well, you know that shark we saw at, like, uh, Waimanalo? And I was like, well, you said that there were... I go, how close was it? She goes, like, it was in the wave, and you could mm. see it through the wave. You couldn't see its was fin. Was it a tiger, you, probably? She, you could see it through the wave, and the guy next to me and I looked at each other and went, shark, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> and then they got... You get, they both got the kids... I wasn't even there. They both got the kids out of there, but I guess it was uh, enough to do some damage. They looked... They said it was pretty big. I was like, oh. Yeah. But That's I said, so Hawaii shark, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> shark, yeah? Uh-huh. <laughs> Finding Our Tribe, a podcast about teaching and supporting each other in our common profession. With Fabian Hoffman and Scott Kassarian. Hey everybody, welcome to Fighting Our Tribe, episode 25 of season 2, so you can check that off the list. Uh, Fabian Hoffman, I am Scott Kazarian. (laughs) Uh, So let's just start start out by uh, hashing some um, internal conflict that I'm still having with you. Can we just start there? Yeah. So I watched uh, the movie Jaws last night. Uh, and uh, it was a wonderful movie. Wonderful, you it know. It is highly. It still holds uplifting. up. In, in my opinion, it uh-huh. still holds up. I mean, uh, the shark looks terrible, <laughs> but it always looked terrible. So I don't know. I was kind of hoping it's. I anyway. Um, but my, I'll tell you this. And I said this before podcast too. My wife looked over at me while we were watching it and said, "Oh, poor shark." So, for those of you out there that are for the shark, my wife is she's with a, you. She's a shark empath. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> she loves many things. I yeah. uh, dislike things greatly. I'm very opinionated in my dislikes. That's what? just how it works. But oh. it did throw me back to this internal conflict I've had since the, actually, I think it was like the weekend you left yeah. Hawaii because you did go to Target mm-hmm. and there was a clearance. Oh, there oh, was a God. clearance uh, okay. Jaws game. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you could have left it with me. And not taking it back I to could. California with you, and you did. But you chose not I d- to. I did take it, and Have it was literally it? one of the last things that I packed. Did you? What so. have you done with it since it's been there? Nothing. No. She's sitting there. <laughs> we did play it once with Lucas. Yeah. Oh with man, he well. was not old enough to actually play it because so my wife <laughs> played with him, so we kind of played. It's like one. So you played your wife. Not. Yeah, it wasn't that much fun. Oh, great. Well, it's more maybe it's more fun if there's more people involved, I think. That's true. How wh- how aware of the movie do you have to be to play that game? Not at all. And my my son just loves sharks and he's obsessed with jaws even though he's never seen it, but he I have a t-shirt that says jaws on it because it's one of my favorite movies and yeah. then uh, he just is like oh, jaws and he knows the theme and he's like always wants to watch it and I'm like no, I'm sorry. No. When no. I was in junior high, none of that middle school junk. Uh, I believe it was seventh grade. It was it was an overnight. It was like my, one of my first overnight birthday sleepovers, Aww. and um, two great memories come from there. <laughs> the first one was Jaws. that I fell asleep. I guess the way my neck was kinked, I was snoring. This was pre me being as large as I am and snoring as loud as I am. But um, <laughs> I was asleep so soundly um, that they ended up going downstairs and raiding the um, like the the pantry and then like mm-hmm. putting all the all the wrappers underneath me in the cushions <laughs> of the couch because I wouldn't wake up and then when I woke up in the morning there were just anyway so that's one traumatic uh memory the other yeah, one was watching jaws pretty traumatic. I was yeah. like a 7th grader watching jaws 
And to this day, I mean, even watching it last night, I was still fairly traumatized by the moment that I watched Jaws way too early in my life. Yeah, I think I saw that movie for the first time when I was like maybe 15, 14, 15. And Subtitles? there were a couple of scenes. No. Oh, okay. In, in English. I just wanted to. Yeah. You know what? Um, I tried wanted to know. Yeah, I could hear sure. it. I could feel <laughs> there was it. Like, do, 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 uh-huh. do, that came uh-huh. just this, it just was. in. Tribe I feel like know. we know our, or I know our tribe well enough to just feel yeah, like I know course. the questions they're asking. Anyways, there's there were a couple of scenes that like really spooked me. Even at 15, I was used to watching like all kinds of crappy like horror movies, but that movie just like for some reason Spielberg just did it. He got me really bad in that movie, and it's still one of my favorites. Oh, that's too bad that the game that you should have given me didn't live up to your expectations. Um, I really want to play it again. So, <laughs> There's this great game. I think I've mentioned it on the podcast before called Berserker Birds. Yes. I would say go to berserkerbirds.com, but it doesn't exist anymore. It's this game I found <laughs> at the thrift store. Maybe on the, the Wayback Machine. You can find it on the Internet Archive. <laughs> it was still cellophane. <laughs> like It had never been opened, and it's become now the Father's Day, you have to play this with me because it's Father's Day game. <laughs> And it's so <laughs> many, so many rules, and it's like the booklet is so lengthy. And actually, some of it just straight up doesn't make sense. Like one rule <laughs> counteracts another. Like it, it, they contradict each other. It's but it's cool. it's now the Father's Day thing, which leads yeah. me into my uh, latest update on donors choose. Here we as, go. As Here you, we go. As luck would have it, as I we, we sat should, down we to should record. really have donors choose as our sponsors. At <laughs> as this as point. I sat down to record this, uh, I g- did get another uh, donors choose funded. Uh, some really nice people from all across the country, uh, mm-hmm. Boulder, Colorado, uh, anonymous. I'm not sure where anonymous is located, but anonymous they oh. gave they gave. Oh, that was funny. Thank you. Maybe someone did. You didn't get it at first. That was your problem. That's why it wasn't funny no. to you. But um, it is all about games. So I am I am curious to know, and I'd like to talk a little bit about uh, not just the game you should have given me, but other <laughs> games as well. So here's here's some of them. I'll just it's a long list of games yeah. to kind of create community, and um, yep. yeah, apples to apples cool. junior. I thought that because mm-hmm. uh, I just thought that would be. I want to set the bar pretty low with special ed students when it comes to engaging these games. So I, I went for some juniors on some of these. Uh, Taco yeah. Cat Goat Cheese Pizza. Oh, uh, we, got, so we just got that. <gasps> did you? <gasps> that, okay. Yeah, we our friends just gave that to us. I'm excited oh, to play that. Oh, friends gave you a game. What's that feel like? I don't, I've never, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Feels that, good. <laughs> it wasn't the Jaws game, so it's uh, not as good. Let's see. I did get Jumanji, the action game, because that's one of the ones we've talked about that is really good. Yeah. It's got the red decoder on it. It's very fun. Um, yeah. And then I got some that I just thought would be kind of some fun one-off throw throw burrito. Mm-hmm. So that could be interesting. I, I did buy that game for my nephew back in Austria. You bought another game and gave it to somebody. This is fantastic. Yeah. I love this yeah. story. It's uh, a theme. I did give Don't Break the Ice because you've done that one. Uh, yeah. I very much enjoy Catan. And Catan mm-hmm. Jr. was available. And it actually oh, like okay. looks just much simpler in, in its design even. Yep. And um, let's see. Uh, I did get Ticket to Ride. Mm-hmm. Um, One of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, Taco versus Burrito, Exploding Kittens. Oh, uh, and then a couple others that, uh, let's see, where are they? Uh, what do you meme? I've heard very good things about that. Did we oh, talk yeah, about that fantastic. one? We did. Yeah. Yeah. What did you mean? And then uh, I'm very excited about Kids Against Maturity. I uh-huh. feel like I'm just going to sit there and laugh the whole time. So it's I'm just very... going to be for you. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> uh, let's see. There, there was one called Hues and Cues, like colors. I've and never heard it's, of that. It's gonna. It's really interesting in just using colors. To, I don't know. I'll tell you when I get it. I did get poetry for Neanderthals because uh, you've uh, yep. had. I, I got Super Mario Bros. Power Up Card Game. I've I've seen that. Yes. One. Well, I'm gonna be cool. holding it, and then Pandemic, which I'm not sure if like too soon, but it's, no. Uh, it's not. It's a really good game. Okay. It doesn't sure. matter. That it doesn't matter that like 600,000 people in America like when, have died from, yeah, the, no. from the pandemic. Okay, <laughs> wait. Wow. Well, okay. I'm just, that's a lot. I just feel like it might be too soon now, but maybe in five years I'll just well, keep Well, don't play it with people who actually lost people in the pandemic. So should that I take like a survey before I play <laughs> with students <laughs> who maybe. has been negatively affected by the pandemic so much that you wouldn't play? I mean, I don't think that, I feel like well, I, no, that's but, an email uh, waiting to happen from somebody. What I think that this game, what this game is really good at is like, because we have, we had so little control over what happened. This yeah. game kind of like gives you back the control at least because you can at least try to fight it in Got the it. game. So I think that's why. It, like, okay. I still might hold off. And especially since you think I should do it, I should probably hold off at probably. least a couple more years. It's always better to just do the yeah. exact opposite <laughs> of what I would do. <laughs> uh, this is the only donor shoots that's ever gotten away from me. I did one other one that didn't get approved like in, in my lifetime of yeah. the you know millions I've done. And it was a bunch of games because I wanted to have like an after-school gaming club, kind of like you did. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to be able to not just have a theme for my classroom, but then integrate some of these games that you talk about, Helsey talks about, everyone talks about, like these kind of one-offs that are within the, your larger themed game with XP and credits and everything. You're still doing yeah. smaller, small G games as uh, Helsey would say to engage students in the lessons. And I think yep. I'm going to need a lot of help with that. So like we've talked about, oh, I, I did get Crocodile Dentist because you nice. had so much fun with it. Oh, I don't gosh. I don't enjoy it as much as you do, but if it's any so of my fun. students do enjoy it like a tenth of as much as you do, then it'll be good. <laughs> but you so like let's take um I don't know, let's take let's just say Catan. Have you ever played Catan? Okay. Yes. Okay, so Catan you've got, you know, five houses and you've got roads to build and it's really about rolling dice and yep. then kind of luck of the dice and where you're at. So like I'm trying to think of like a simpler version of that, but like playing it within the context of teams in my class, like how do you approach, and maybe you can just kind of lay some knowledge on me in the tribe, like how do you approach playing a game in your class that's like not the theme game, not the theme of your class, but still engaging? Like how, do, how would I use some of these in my classroom? Well, I don't, I don't know about Catan. Like, okay, I, so pick feel, one. Maybe don't bring no, no, the ice because uh, you know that one. Oh, go ahead. I feel like Catan. There's, it just, it takes too long. I think that's one of those games that's, it's an amazing game. It's a lot of fun. Um, there is like a, a travel version, like that's the junior uh, looks much dice. simpler and quicker. Yeah, but there's one that is just dice. So I don't know if that if that might work. I have never played that one. Um, that is like the, it's kind of like story cubes, yeah. You know, that have like different icons oh, yes. on, on each side. Yeah. So that's that's what um, the 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 dice version is. So I don't know exactly, but I don't know if I would play Catan in a classroom as like part of my lesson. What I would play, and what what really works well, are games like Super Fight um, or 
poetry for Neanderthals works really well. Yeah, so well. let's do poetry for Neanderthals okay. since you've done that. You have like, let's say, four teams in a class? Yeah. Sure. Okay, so you've got four teams in a class, and you, are you doing this genuine or just generally as a review game, or is it like as a part of your lesson and teaching as well? Well, I I used it as a as a vocabulary review game. So instead of um, using the actual game, I just used the 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 rules and the no stick, which is very important. <laughs> And then did, just it's had inflatable. A, uh, is it inflatable? It looks yeah, inflatable. It's inflatable, and you yeah. can hit kids with it. It's fun. <laughs> um, and it's um, I just had like a vocabulary list, and then I gave students vocabulary expressions, whatever, and then they had to explain those um, so without saying the actual word, like so Caesar. Each, for example, each like or, each group got a turn, or they were all doing it yeah. at the same time, or you rotate, or you well, just consider was, like each group as like one player in the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was it was a little weird weird because we did it over Zoom, so there oh, weren't yes. as many kids that were super like participatory. Um, but um, we we could we still were having fun. There were still like kids that were enough kids that were playing it. Um, but yeah, you could, I mean, it doesn't matter how many, how many teams you have. You could just say, it depends on how big your class is. But if you have like five, six teams, um, one of them just gets to do the, uh, has to speak like Neanderthal. And then another team that maybe is sitting to the left or to the right gets the, the no stick. And, uh, the teammates need to guess the word that the, the person is, is uh, trying to explain. And the other team gets to hit the person who's explaining. If he, if uh, they screw up, which is your favorite part, like you said, that is my yeah. So and you know, I, I would do that. <laughs> so for games, like I've purchased a bunch of them. It's going to be trial and error a little bit, but like yeah. it's as simple as then what you're saying it would be like a Pictionary, where where each group one person ha is drawing and the others are guessing. Yeah, and it, it's as simple as something like that. And or you're you could just. just switching out vocab words or switching out like how do you switch out content as opposed to vocab words is it just like how do you switch out maybe like actual lessons on things is that what possible do i don't know like i i would i would say like for social studies it'd probably be fairly easy for me to switch out geography or vocabulary yeah because those are very like um direct and uh like objective mm -hmm. like i'm wondering like is there is it is there a way to to take some of maybe the more subjective information that students are receiving in their teaching <coughs> and like blending it in with a game? Yeah. Um, or is just, that just, just all direct instruction and then just review as part of the game? I think I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Or you could you could have them just work on their own and prep for the next day when you're playing the game you don't need you don't really have to like do, inst do direct instruction like i didn't do it i just all i did was i did play gimkit i think with the same vocabulary list that they had so that they were already familiar with those words oh yeah that's a good and idea. then the, and then the next day we played poetry for neanderthal to kind of like cement it in their head that Caesar was so and so, and that the the Colosseum was whatever, and the Romans built roads, and that were super long or whatever. You know, it's yeah. like multi layered. Like, yeah, yeah. So it's like it just sticks in their brains more. But it's I think it's 
what what makes more sense in like I don't think it makes sense to shoehorn games into your classroom if it just doesn't fit, right? If uh, so, explain it shoehorn. Well, to I mean, to I know what a shoehorn is, but like explain yeah. what you no, mean. but to to like force it essentially into into your class. Oh, got it. You know, it it needs to like when I when I saw poetry for Neanderthals, I knew exactly that that could work. Right. Because it's specifically for it's, vocab. Yeah, because that it's the same as taboo. Like taboo right. just works in your classroom, right? Um, or or something like Superfight just works in your classroom because Superfight, you if you are introducing claim evidence reasoning writing um, in in your class, then Superfight is one of the best games to do that because that's exactly what you do. Yeah. And so if you don't know Superfight, Superfight is. Um, it's kind of like Cards Against Humanity in that you have like two white cards or you, you get a white card and three black cards. And that could be the white card could say is like a character from history or whatever. Um, like, for example, let's say it's a ninja or Abraham Lincoln <laughs> yeah. or whatever. And then the black cards are um, things that, that this person has as a superpower. <laughs> or that, that this person can do, like Abram Lincoln riding a T-Rex, carrying a flamethrower, and then he's only 12 inches tall, right? <laughs> and then students need to argue Did why... Did you just come up with that off the top of your head? No, you I just had it in front of me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was going to say that but, was impressive, but I'm not going to say that anymore. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'm actually using it this week um, back in summer school with uh, because we're talking about claim and, and evidence and reasoning and stuff. So we're, we're using like the version that Meehan and, and Matera have on their website. Oh, awesome. It's called Backyard Brawlers. Oh, and okay. so I just had it open. Anyways, so... Um, <laughs> but they, they learn to use this they 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 learn to use like reasoning to fight each other essentially to argue and that's what you what they need to learn is to like back up their claims right yeah that's and great. and so this just fits perfectly it's not like i want to play uh what is it smorger burgerly burgers oh sh- <laughs> berserker birds <laughs> berserker birds <laughs> could you get it right please i want to play berserker birds with my kids in yeah. my classroom in in history it's not going to fit. No, you know, it's just, it's just not. It's too to be fair. I don't think there's a universe where Berserker Birds <laughs> fits. But yes, I understand your point. <laughs> well, uh, Tribe, I'm interested to know from you guys as you are uh, hearing from us and questions that have come up. Like, how do you, how do you use already made games in your classroom? Uh, not games that that kind of uh, you've come up with yourself, but like uh, different games that you've bought. I know we talked about Crocodile Dentist on the uh, the Jedi in the Classroom game, or I'm yeah. sorry, podcast, and then just some I've listed today. But I'd lo- we'd love to hear some of those. Or like so, Gritty Granny. So are you going to use it kind of a, yeah, like Gritty Granny. Are you going to use it, it sounds like you're starting this week with summer school. Are you using it as kind of like a team builder a little bit too? Or how are you a, getting a summer little, school to like bond together as you kick off? Well, summer? it's it's really weird because the way it's organized, I'm only there for two weeks, and uh, it's it's just split up in in a weird way, in my opinion. <laughs> but you know, it's just the the way it it worked out because of attendance or like interest in it, and I think there were too many teachers that wanted to teach oh. uh, summer school and they wanted to accommodate everybody, and so they kind of had to like split it up into like two week clusters sessions oh. i don't know um but yeah so i i just like 
figured why not just use that to infuse like some gamification in there without having a classroom game and just like doing yeah because two weeks is so short yeah so it's just fun little like vignettes that i throw in there like we play that game and then next week they're uh, going to read um all summer in a day and i've done that before with kids and so they're going to build something with legos you know so that's it. That's that's all I'm gonna do with like with like gamification. <laughs> and then it'll be then over. My two weeks are done. Yeah. Right? So that's crazy. Yeah. And you are taking some PDs right now, yeah? I just started my PD today. Well, I wouldn't call it PD because it's for my CLAD here in California. It's like the uh-huh. English Learner Certification. <laughs> Your right? employee so uh, requirements. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and but oh boy, it's uh, it's a lot of work on the side. I'm glad I'm glad I don't have to work work like. Oh, really yeah. like prep stuff and be like crazy prepared and because otherwise it's it would be a lot to do because there's a lot of like essays that i have to write and a lot of reading that i need to do Something. well as you know i'm a sucker for free things mm-hmm. so when i got an email that, that said this was not free i paid like a lot of money for this mine thing. was mine started today and it's yeah. i got an email like a month ago that said hey we're gonna offer a free pd it's gonna give you three credits towards your you know uh reclassification or whatever it's called and i knew in my heart of hearts i shouldn't have but it was free and they're normally a couple hundred bucks and so i was like okay (laughs) i'll just do it and it's eight to noon tuesday through friday this week so four days eight to noon and then a whole bunch of like homework on implementing it and i'm a little concerned that i went through four hours today and at the end they're like okay so then you're just gonna do this this and this by tomorrow and i was thinking I'm not entirely sure what most of those are. So I was listening the whole time. but You clearly were listening <laughs> but, really well. Well, here's what I find most of the time in PDs is that they assume you know a lot about teaching already. Yeah. Uh, or the way, like the for me, the way the Hawaii DOE, Department of Education, works. Whereas I'm still learning those things. Yeah. And so they'll be like, well, obviously like this or obvious. And I'm like, no. And they throw like acronyms at you and you're just like, "Mm, (laughs) no, I don't know what that means. So, um, yeah, I'm going to have some homework tonight. And uh, this week kind of got bottled up, but uh, and it was free. So I can't say that again. It was well, free. that's my motivation. <laughs> we did get a survey, <laughs> you know, at the beginning, they always send you a survey, like trying to find out who you are and why you're taking yeah. the class. And it said, like, how did you hear about us? Or like, why did you sign up? And it's like, <laughs> it was free. a friend recommended it or and then it was other. And I went, I got an email and it was free. <laughs> so it's as good as an excuse. Like, oh, man, that, we got one of them. Yeah. Always yeah. one in the group. So. Uh, that'll be interesting. So you started summer school. Anything interesting yeah. about summer school? Uh, it's cool to see like 20-something kids in a classroom oh, again. All together. Yeah. Yeah. And to be able to actually interact and to have like just live beings in front of you. How <laughs> long do you have them each day? Uh, like uh, Like each class is like... 90 minutes 90 minutes yeah and how many so classes i have, I have two i have two classes okay two 90 yeah. minute classes that's not so bad no and but it's fun because or it's it's just you could just tell like how why some kids just never said anything on zoom is because that there are some kids that are just super shy like i have some 
I today it just happened like already I had one student who was talking like this <laughs> and, she didn't, and she was super not sure about what to say and so I just went up really close and put my ear to her what she was saying and then I just repeated what she said and went like you know and I, you, she would never have said anything during yeah. Zoom you know and at least I heard from her and I knew she was alive and she had something valuable to you know say so you know it's just it's weird to go back to regular teaching which you did like regular teaching um when when you guys went hybrid i ours was such a weird model that i would not consider that like regular class i had a majority of my students in class exactly and so now it's kind of like okay we're back like it feels like we're back just it was tough it's hard because even though they came back some of them still weren't and so mm-hmm. you weren't, you didn't want to really like turn the screws on any students because yeah. everyone was still adjusting to even coming back. And some were like going to try coming back. And if it didn't work, their parents were just going to keep them home. So I never really knew how hard to push yeah. in regards to getting students to come out of their comfort zones that they'd been kind of in for so long. Yeah, I, I have been thinking a lot about that, what you just mentioned and going, hmm, I wonder how I start next school year off. So that the routines in my class are just more open and sharing rather than like, rather than going, okay, you know, we're going to do a couple weeks of like hanging out and then, or, you know, bonding together, SEL stuff. And then now we have a project and you're going to need to present it up front, things like that. Like, I wonder if I just, it's just part of the common, you know, thread of my class that students are always up and always sharing and talking. I don't know how to get us there, but. I was yeah. thinking, I wonder where the first steps are in starting that. You got any ideas for me? Mm, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow, great. That's fantastic. I mean, I usually, yeah, I started out last year and I really liked the whole family timeline thing. And I was thinking like a digital, a digital family timeline would be really helpful for each student to kind of, kind of uh, create some uh, connection to history and why history is important. Yeah. So that 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 seemed like a big win last year, and I'll do that again this year. But probably make it more share, more of like a uh, a shared experience instead of yeah. just individual kids doing it all by themselves. Yeah, could be interesting. I don't could know. Be. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, since you had so many good ideas for me, well, um, so you had a a not so not so, uh, uh, an anti adventure this week. Uh, uh, do you want to tell us about it? Uh-huh. I, the tribe wants to know what you have done in the last week. So we have and a tradition. The answer in, is technically nothing, but go ahead. Yeah. Well, we have a tradition <laughs> in my family apparently that um, before we go to uh, Disneyland, our two year olds have the stomach flu. That's Yay. apparently now a tradition. Yeah, well, you know, we all have our traditions. Yours is and just yeah, different. ours is just really weird. So the first time, <laughs> so we we, so it was like four years ago. Our um, then two year old, uh, he had the stomach flu, and we were, and that was like a week before his birthday or a few days before his birthday, and he like did his thing, and it was horrible, and because um, it was the very first time that we were dealing with something like that and he was dealing with something like that so it was just like wow. and you're at a hotel no no fun. that was that was at home so it wasn't, oh, okay. it wasn't too bad so um, why are we talking about it then 
Yeah, well, that now here because I'm <laughs> telling you the tradition. So okay. we we go to Disneyland. We buy passes because back then they still had passes, and this was like our gift to ourselves because we were like, "Ooh, we can finally afford passes, so let's do it." And our my firstborn was free, so we just were like, "Okay, we can just go whenever we want." And then we're there, and we're waiting in line for Lightning McQueen, because awesome Cars Land. Radiator Springs Racers, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, okay, can you, like, take him? Because I really got to go, and I had to go. And Cut. I went to the bathroom in Carsland. <laughs> we know, yes. <laughs> in we got Land the idea, yes. proceeded to um, very loudly uh, throw up. What is wrong and with you? Just skip. I just go on to no, the no, next no. part. I, I, okay, so <laughs> then we go home, and it just we were out for, like, a day. Then... <laughs> So we were like, okay, cool. That sucked, but we made the best of it. Um, so this year, we had this Disneyland pl- pl- uh, trip planned because finally opened, and we were so excited. I made, re- made a reservation to build a lightsaber. Yeah, like special employee passes to get yeah. a couple of you in. It exactly. was like, a, you, yeah, it you've been like bragging about it for yeah. quite a, some a time. Long, a long time. Yes. And um, it it. We we went to Anaheim this time. <laughs> My son, again, now the youngest, had the stomach flu yeah. before we left. And we were like, oh, okay. We went to Anaheim, and we were fine. Yeah. And on the way to Anaheim, <laughs> I was already like, kind of like, hmm, my stomach is not that great. But okay, well, we're fine. We'll deal with it. Uh, the night of, both my wife and I, are not doing well. Great. Okay, keep no. going. Yes. Skip, skip um, the rest. It was gross. And <laughs> you don't have to say anything else. Just skip. Just keep going. Okay. No, I like seeing you squirm. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I, and so, I do not like worrying about what the next word out of your mouth is going to be. So I'm trying to move <laughs> us along. I'm sorry, Tribe. So I'm trying we, really hard. We did not end up going to Disneyland the oh, next day, which was the plan. Bummer. And, but I did practice how to get onto Rise of the Resistance. So now I know how to do that, which yes. was good. Um, and so we could reuse those tickets, or at least one of them. The others were comp tickets, so we had to buy new tickets. It's like a whole thing. But you were going to get the lightsaber. This was the, uh, this yes. was the thing. Uh, that was the thing. And <sighs> so um, what happens, though, is because of their cancellation policy, they say, well, if you make that appointment and you don't cancel within 24 hours, then you pay the whole price, and it's 220 bucks. <laughs> So I chat tried to chat with the Disney hotline <laughs> and because Did you try to sound me. super like pathetic, like hey Yeah, of course. And they were like <laughs> super non committal. They were like, Yeah, I and we noted it down, we let them know and due to illness and blah 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 and but we can't make any guarantees. So I'm now just sitting here waiting to not see that charge on my credit card statement. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, because it was already somewhat of a challenge to um, get this purchase approved. Let's just say get this purchase yes, approved within exactly. the family dynamic. Yeah. We'll just leave it at that. And yeah. so doing it twice is going to be quite, uh, if you yes. go, because... Yeah, well, that's uh, that's uh, quite a. Well, bummer. then we went and to Solvang. <laughs> a pretty good story without all the details. Well, no, hang on. Yeah. This is not over. It, it is for Solvang. us and the tribe. No, no. The tribe doesn't we need We went to Solvang, else. and then my son, my other son, got it too. So everybody got it. So it's Great. kind of like, you know, like. Well, yeah. I am coming to your neck of the woods. Uh, we scheduled a trip, and uh, Are I. Are you bringing uh, the stomach flu? I just. I'm not, right nor okay. would I want to get near you at that <laughs> point. I've, I already <laughs> asked him, tribe, don't worry. I asked him what hotel he stayed in. I will not stay in that hotel. <laughs> it's um, a good hotel. But uh, they were nice. <laughs> 
I mean, uh, I don't know if they're still nice when they But you did ask happen. me if I'm going to Disneyland, which I am not. But we are probably going to go to the Jelly Belly Factory, which is pretty fantastic. Yeah. And they sell these bags full of, uh, they're called uh, belly flops. They're oh, the rejects. The, yeah. The ones that don't make the filter because they're too like weird and shaped and everything. But they and, taste normal. Oh, they taste normal. And I bought like yeah. five bags last time thinking <laughs> like these are awesome. I think we were, oh, you know what? We were about to leave for Hawaii. So I was going to bring them with us. And uh, we actually got to the, we went to the Jelly Belly factory uh, because we needed to burn gas. We needed to run out of gas in our car. Oh, Your yeah, car yeah. can only have a quarter tank when it goes from one part of America <laughs> from Hawaii to the to the mainland. And so yeah. we went to the Jelly Belly factory and when we got to the to the docks to drop off our car, there was too much gas in it. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, hey, there's too much gas in here. And I literally looked at the car and all I had was these bag of belly flops. And I handed him a bag of belly flops. I go, how's the gas tank look now? <laughs> <laughs> and he looked at the bag and he looked and he goes, looks good to me. <laughs> and I literally bribed a dock worker to get my car on a ship with a bag with of belly, belly flops. flops from the nice. Jelly Belly factory. So That's we will awesome. probably hit that place up again and grab some new ones when we're in yeah. town. Bring me some. We I might need know. to figure out how if we can record together again. That was fun when yeah. you were in Hawaii. Um, well, was. Tribe, uh, I think that's it for us today. I, I don't, I can't imagine another story because I'm afraid of what Fabian. Well, there's a director's cut of this, so <laughs> I'm so glad we don't record all of the pre-show because it's all back there somewhere. Well, uh, just be thankful, Tribe, that you didn't have to hear the full uncut story. Uh, that mm-hmm. was uh, much worse. And if you want to hear it, I can no, record it no, for you. No, no. Uh, and uh, we're really glad you're part of the tribe still, hopefully, after this moment. Uh, so uh, please share uh, who we are and what, what's going on in the community you're a part of here with uh, Finding Our Tribe because we love to just hear from teachers. Oh, we have a, uh, a Oh, yes, we that, have some people that people left us, have a shared, tribe member. It is Candice this time. Candice. And she left us a voice message on Anchor, which everybody should do if you yeah, want to do that. Yeah, we'd love that. That is in the show notes, so you can just click on the link and go there. All right, so let me play it. Candice. Hi, this is Candice Healing from Alberta, Canada. I just listened to your last episode, and Scott, you were asking how you can keep the end of the game a surprise to the students, so I thought I would share what I do. My students can see their stats two different places. One is on the Glide app. There's a leaderboard there, plus their own individual stats. Plus, on my website, I have a Google Sheets leaderboard. So the week before the game ends, I hide all of that so they can't see anything except for how much money they have in the game. And then I also have a twist at the last week where they have the opportunity to change some of their other rewards in the game for XP. So that can make a difference. Plus, throughout the year, they collect passport stamps with hidden XP. And so they don't know how much that is worth. So those few things do make the end of the game a surprise. There's always been some surprises, and it makes it a lot of fun. And as always, I enjoy li- listening to your podcast, so I look forward to listening to the rest of the summer. Oh, man, Candice, we got to have her on again soon. Man, yeah. that whole really passport cool. stamps with hidden XP at the end, so you're collecting yeah. them, but you don't know what they'll that, be worth. Oh, yeah, that's really awesome. I mean, that awesome. could be... You have, don't you have like crystals that you have them collect? Maybe I they do. are just worth points that they don't yeah, know how much they I worth. know. Why didn't I do that? That's so yeah. smart. Candace, well played. Well Thank done. You. Holy Which is cow. a great podcast with Michael Matera, by the way. Well, either. Well, it's also a really good phrase for when people do awesome yeah, things. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, anyway, well done. Well done. I'm just hoping I get a free book at some point. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Shameless. Well, we're really glad, Tribe, that you joined us. Please leave a message just like uh, Candace did, and we'd uh, love to hear from you. Uh, Fabian, where do they find us? Well, everything is in the show notes. If you want, you can just follow us on Twitter or by going to findingourtribe.net. Want to leave us a message? Go in the show notes. There's a link to Anchor. Uh, There's also a link to our YouTube um, um, series Jedi in the Classroom which is all about gamification so if you are starting out with gamification then that would be a great place to uh, check that out and we have Miss Jamie Halsey on there she was our third host for that series and it was so a, wait where do they find us? <laughs> everywhere Stop, turn off your phone man oh well yeah. I heard findingourtribe.net that's what I heard yeah and show notes that's all we heard. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Goodbye.